Hey, Sean Gaby here. Welcome to the Supernatural Leadership Podcast. Wherever you are listening from, we are glad that you have joined us. Please follow us on Instagram at Sean Gaby and at Supernatural Leadership Podcast and or visit kingdomculture.ca or seangaby.com for more engaging content around topics we will be discussing. As well, you would love it if you would leave a review on this podcast as it helps boost our ability to get this content out to more people. If you are new with us today, just want to inform you that we will be releasing a new episode on the first Wednesday of every month and every so often a bonus episode. So make sure to hit the subscribe button so you can keep up to date with every episode. There are so many great leadership podcasts out there and truthfully, I love so many of them. So why supernatural leadership? Really, it's the difference between presence and principle as we discuss in episode one. The very first episode of this podcast really sets the tone for the why and purpose for this podcast. I would encourage you to have a listen if you haven't already. Simply put, we believe everyone has a leader within them at some capacity. Whether you're a CEO, non-for-profit director, media mogul, church leader, pastor, small business owner, manager of teams, a dad, a mom, and well, the list could go on. If everyone has a leader within them, why not make that leader a little more supernatural? That's the heart and goal behind this podcast, helping you connect your natural with God's super, making your leadership a little more supernatural. At the end of every episode, there will be practical activations and exercises to help us grow and mature in the various areas discussed. Thank you for listening to the Supernatural Leadership Podcast. Welcome again to another Supernatural Leadership Podcast episode. My name is Sean Gaby, your host, and I'm so thankful that you've stopped by, that you're a part of this Supernatural Leadership Podcast family. I have something so exciting to share with you today, and I hope that it impacts you as much as it's exciting me to share it with you. I have a free online lesson that I'm offering on recognizing the voice of God. Now, it's not like anything you've heard in this podcast so far, so I'd encourage you, don't shut me off yet. Listen to this podcast. I know it will strengthen you, especially in a time and in a season where so many people are struggling to hear the voice of God. There are so many voices screaming at us in this season. What we need the most is to recognize which voice is his. And so this message is just that. Have a listen. So glad that you chose to stop by for our free lesson on such an important topic. We're going to be touching on one of the most, I believe, biggest pain points when it comes to our relationship with God, and that is hearing the voice of God and the struggle that so many of us have to hear the voice of God. I'm gonna reframe that and redefine what I actually believe is the struggle, but that's what we relate to, struggling often to hear the voice of God. And so as we embark on this journey in this free lesson, I know that you're gonna be encouraged, you're gonna be strengthened, and hopefully you're gonna be enlightened a little bit to see wow, like this is God speaking to me and he's been speaking to me the entire time and I wasn't aware of it. For those that believe in a relational God, for those that believe that there is more to their relationship with God, for those that believe that there's more to just this dull, boring, mundane, disconnected spirituality, this lesson is for you. And you, you've landed here hopefully because you have a desire 
to go a little bit deeper. You have a desire to unlock this big pain point that so many people have around the world when it comes to their relationship with God, and that is on the topic of hearing the voice of God. But like I said, I'm going to redefine that a little bit for you because I believe that the actual pain point actually is not described in hearing the voice of God, but in recognizing the voice of God. So I'm going to ask you this one question today that frames this whole lesson, and it's this. Are you struggling to recognize the voice of God? Are you struggling to recognize the voice of God? Notice I didn't say hearing, but are you struggling to recognize the voice of God? And I want to give you four insights today into voice recognition. Now, let me get one very important, very vital truth out of the way as we dive into this. By the way, I'd encourage you, jot some notes down. I know this will uh, stick with you. It will help you if you write it down. So I want to get this very, very important vital truth out of the way as we begin, and it's this. We do not struggle to hear the voice of God. We struggle to recognize the voice of God. Let me say it again. We do not struggle to hear the voice of God. We struggle to recognize the voice of God. You will hear me say over and over again this statement in our Voice of God module, which is a nine-lesson e-course that can be taken online. If you want to go a little bit deeper, you will hear me say that over and over again. We don't struggle to hear the voice of God. We struggle to recognize the voice of God. Now, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example of what I'm saying based on this statement about you know, not hearing as a struggle, but recognizing as a struggle. Let's say your future wife or husband is at the very restaurant that you're sitting at and you're eating your meal at. And right in front of you is your future husband or wife. You have people talking in the booth in front of you at that same table. You have people behind you talking. You have voices all around you in the restaurant talking. But because you do not know and have a relationship yet with your future wife or future husband, you do not, you do not have the ability to recognize the voice of your future wife or husband amongst the rest of the voices in the restaurant. Well, this is what happens in the journey of getting to know God, getting to know him in real relationship, we get to also recognize his voice. And so, you know, this is the premise of what we see Jesus saying in John chapter 10, verse 27. It says, my sheep hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. And as we begin to dive into this verse and understand that, hey, if you are a sheep, if you are a follower of Jesus, if you know Jesus in relationship, then guess what? You hear his voice. It's a promise. It's a declarative statement. You hear his voice. So what's the problem? What's the struggle? If you hear his voice, if you know him and you follow him, what's the struggle? The struggle is not hearing, it's recognizing. And the more you get to know Jesus, the more you get and the more you step out with him, the more you follow him, the more, the deeper you go in your relationship and friendship with him, the greater ability that you have to recognize his voice. We see this in 1 Samuel chapter 3, where Samuel in his pre-prophet days, he was called to be a prophet. He was a great prophet. He was the one that anointed the greatest king that Israel ever had, King David. Samuel was that prophet. But before he ever was a known prophet, he was a young boy in the temple ministering before the Lord, hanging out in the presence of God. And in that time, 
He didn't have a free course or a free a free lesson. He didn't have teaching on the supernatural. He didn't have, you know, understanding the voice of God 101 or, you know, recognizing the voice of God 101. But what he did have was a dedication, a discipline in his relationship with God. But that part of his relationship had yet not been open to him yet. So here he is. He's hanging out in the temple doing his duty and he hears a voice, Samuel, Samuel. And he thinks, I mean, it's so foreign to him, the voice of God. It's so foreign to him. He, he's hearing something, but he's not recognizing it to be God. So he goes to his mentor, Eli, who was a priest, and asks him, what do you want with me? And Eli's like, I didn't say anything to you. Go back to where you were. This happens three times. By the third time, Eli is mentor. After Samuel's gotten back to him three times, it's like he realizes, man, like, it's not me speaking to Samuel. It must be God. It must be God. And so Eli says to Samuel, hey, this time when you go back, respond, saying, hey, it's your servant. I am listening. God, what do you want? Samuel had some teaching, had some guidance, had some instruction. This is what this is for you watching right now. Hopefully a little bit of guidance, a little bit of instruction to help you go back to where you were and realize that maybe the whole time it's been God speaking to you because my sheep the Bible says in John 10, 27, hear my voice. And the problem is not in hearing, it's in recognizing the voice of God. So we're going to move on. Now, knowing God, knowing God is a process. Of course, you landed on this page. You have a desire to know God, to develop deep relationship with him. Knowing God is definitely a process. It's a lifelong journey. And hopefully you are watching and listening to this today because you are desiring to continue or even for the first time embark on this journey of recognizing his voice, maybe for the very first time or just developing a greater understanding of recognition of his voice. I want to give you a little bit of an overview of what I'm going to be covering today, and it's four things. Write these things down. I'll be talking about how to recognize the nudge, how to recognize the nudge. I'll also be talking about how to recognize the sign, how to recognize the confirmation, and how to recognize the people. And like I said, take some notes. I know this uh, is gonna, it's gonna be good for you if it can stick to you. And often I, I believe this and it's proven that when we take notes, when it comes through our ears and out through our hands, there's something that happens where we retain more if we take notes. So number one, write this down, recognize the nudge. Recognize the nudge. Now, we often complicate and mystify what is not logical or natural. And yes, the voice of God is, in fact, supernatural, but it doesn't have to be complicated. So even though it's not logical and not natural, and it, it seems like because of that, it should be this mystical out there thing. Let me just say this. It's more simple than you think, even though his voice is supernatural. It's not complicated. The voice of God does not have to be complicated. When it comes to his voice, it doesn't have to be a struggle but it's supposed to be a journey. Look at this whole next chapter of your life, discovering the voice of God in your life, not as a struggle anymore, but as a journey. It, it frames the perspective a little bit different. When you look at something from a vantage point of, this is just a journey, and what I feel right now, maybe some frustration, some challenges, maybe I don't have enough teaching, maybe I haven't been mentored, maybe I haven't had leadership in my life helping guide me like Samuel did with Eli, maybe you don't have that. Well, this lesson hopefully can be one step in the right direction for you to become a lifelong 
journey. Now, let me just go back to what we call the nudge. This thing we call the nudge could also be called a gut feeling, uh, you know, having a lack of peace in an area or having peace in an area. We could describe this as intuitive strength, having an intuitive strength, just following your intuition. I believe God uses this and the Holy Spirit speaks to this where we just have this intuitive sense. You might use that language. I just believe it's a God consciousness often, not all the time, but often it's a God consciousness where God is speaking to us and we call it intuition, but it's actually God's voice leading us. It's like a divine knowing. Some would call it discernment. I discern, I feel that I'm to do this, or I feel I'm to do that. I have this discernment. We see in Acts chapter 15, when the apostles and elders in Jerusalem were deciding on a matter that they were dealing with, specifically in Antioch of Syria. We read it in verse 28 of Acts chapter 15, saying this, for it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay no greater burden on you than these few requirements. Sometimes the nudge just feels good. It feels like that, what we read in Acts chapter 15, verse 28, when the elders and the apostles were deciding on some major things that were really important for the believers, they just, it felt good to them. It seemed good to them. It seemed good to the Holy Spirit. It just felt right. It was like they were nudged that this was the right decision. It seems good. We were nudged to make that call. We were nudged to finalize that decision. Maybe this applies to you. You're nudged to sign that contract, to buy that house, to buy that car, and the list goes on. You're nudged to start this relationship. The voice of God can be hidden in that nudge. You call it intuition. You call it just a feeling to do the right thing, but what if it's been God the whole time, his voice leading you, but now you're getting language around it? And see, this is the thing. When you start getting language around and seeing the ways that God has been speaking to you, remember John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice. The whole time you've been hearing, but you've not recognized that that was the voice of God. Now that you've recognized it, you can continue to grow in it and develop it and get stronger in it. Let me ask you a question. Do you ever feel a nudge to do something specific like encourage a neighbor? Maybe buy this neighbor a bottle of wine. Maybe buy this neighbor or make this neighbor an apple pie, a fresh apple pie, or, or send them send somebody an encouraging text or calling somebody out of nowhere and praying for them over the phone or a sudden urge as a parent to check on a child in a different room. Have you ever had that nudge? I guarantee you all of us, everyone watching right now has had that nudge. I wonder how many times that nudge was actually God speaking to you. Did you assess the outcomes after any of those moments? Was the person encouraged? Was the child okay? Or did, did you save li like little Timmy from swallowing a piece of Lego because you had this nudge to check on your four-year-old in a different room of the house? Sometimes we don't know if the nudge was from God because we can't assess the outcomes. But if we could see the future in this way, we would realize very quickly that so many of those nudges are God's voice leading us. Now, I live in this place all the time. As someone who's been teaching on the supernatural for over 17 years now, I, I live in this place where I'd say a lot of, I don't know what percentage, but a lot of God's voice in my life feels often or begins with the nudge. I have this feeling, it seems good to the Holy Spirit. I have this sense that I should do this or do that or decide on this or say this or call this person, text this person. And I can't tell you how many times 
those little nudges have produced massive breakthrough type outcomes in not only my own life, but in people around me. And this is why it's so important to recognize or to develop or to desire to develop in recognizing the voice of God, calling somebody out of the blue, you know, sometimes is the most timely thing for them on the other end. Like, you were thinking of me out of nowhere. Yeah, it was just God dropped you in my mind. I was driving and God dropped your name, John, in my mind. I decided to call you, haven't talked to you maybe in two years and you've been on my heart. I want to encourage you. Like, you don't know how far that goes. And that's just following God's nudge in your life. I remember one time I was nudged to buy this couple a really, really expensive gift. And my wife and I in this time where we were, you know, it, it was it was lean. It was financial, financially lean in this season. And, and I remember I, I felt this nudge to buy them this extravagant gift, not because they needed it. In fact, they didn't need it. Um, I just felt like to honor. I felt this nudge to honor. And when we did that, we stepped out in faith, followed the nudge. I'm telling you, that one sacrificial act broke open a whole bunch of mind-blowing, not only opportunities, but favor, like accessed favor from God that we had yet to experience. It was powerful, all because of a nudge. And as you get to know God's voice, these nudges no longer just feel like, oh, just random, no longer feel like, you know, I just had a little bit of an, intu an intuition. It's like you know God is leading you, and it's important to recognize. So number one, we have the nudge. Number two, hey, podcast family, sorry to interrupt, but you just listened to a portion, a small portion of a free online lesson that I'm offering, and I wanna encourage you to finish it. There's three more points to this. You've only heard point one. I wanna encourage you to listen to the whole thing, so if you would like to, please visit www.supernaturalleadership.com. All of the information you need to know is in the description. I hope you can go to that page and finish the free online lesson. I know it will encourage you along on your supernatural leadership journey. If this podcast has been an investment into your life and or impacted you in any way, we are incredibly thankful. We would love for you to join us in being able to continue bringing leadership content like this every month. Of course, it does not come without a cost, and our heart is to continue bringing you more improved quality and content. If you would like to partner with us with a one-time financial gift or to sign up as a monthly partner, you can do so at kingdomculture.ca. Thank you for listening to the Supernatural Leadership Podcast.